Welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the YouTube. We are trying to grow the YouTube uh, so you don't miss any content coming out over the next few months. Going to be back with BTFU this season, uh, plus all of the content that I'm going to be posting on here as well. We're going to try and make this uh, quite, you know, uh, consistent. Um, obviously posting on the YouTube. I'm mainly on the Spotify and Apple Podcasts. A lot of the, my podcast is audio, so if you want to go and subscribe to those, the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on Audible as well, which I didn't really know about until the other day. So if you want to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure to go ahead and do that. Also, go and follow the Instagram, the TikTok. We're trying to grow both of those this season. Uh, The Instagram has had a really good start to the year, but we're trying to get the TikTok really sound as well. So make sure you go ahead and follow both of those at Big Lezzers League. But uh, without further ado, let's get into the second last episode of the Rookie Series. If you missed any of the Best 17 uh, series... Wow, that was hectic. Uh, But if you've missed any of the Best 17 series or the Rookie Watch series, make sure to go back and watch those. Uh, Most of those videos will be linked up there um, throughout the video. You can go ahead and click on one of those if you've missed any content uh, over the past few days in terms of the YouTube. Uh, We've been going for the whole first 12 days of February, which is insane. No other page is doing that, so make sure you get stuck into all that great content, especially before the trials. I think the first trials on the 15th of Feb, you definitely want to go ahead and get through this Rookie Watch series before then so you have a really good idea of some of the players and some of the stars you need to be looking out for. But uh, on today's podcast, we're going to be going through the Dragons, the Dolphins, and the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, For the Dragons, we've got five rookies. For the Dolphins, we have six, and for the Cowboys, we have five. So plenty of rookies to get stuck into here. Let's start off with the Dragons. The first guy I want you to watch who I think is going to potentially start on the wing. Uh, now, obviously, today well, today when I'm recording this, which is February 2nd or 3rd, um, Sione Fainu is the guy that we're going to be looking at, but Jack Bird um, got confirmed to play in at right center, which sort of changes things as to how my back line is structured. And it depends how you put your 17 together. Personally, I wouldn't have Moses Sully playing on the wing. He'd also have to, have to would have have to uh, switch sides too if uh, that was the case as well, which I don't think he's going to do. Uh, so Sione Finau uh, is a guy that I want you to watch. He's going to be, I think, on the right wing. I think Lomax is playing on the right-hand side this season. Um, so Sione Finau, Sione for now is going to be on the right wing and he's going to be someone that you need to watch. A really good young gun coming through. Just coming off the back of a really serious injury as well. I think it was a lower leg injury. Um, obviously ended his season last year. He made his debut but was ended. Uh, his season was ended quite short. But a really talented footballer. He can play on the wing. He can play at fullback as well. So definitely someone to watch there. Sione for now, um, you know, has been killing it in New South Wales Cup for the Dragons for the past few years. Uh, it's definitely his time to come into first grade. I think that he will be uh, on one wing for sure. Um, if not, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't have too many options anyway. So I think Sione for now will probably get the spot. He's my favorite anyway, especially when you're trying to prepare for the future as well. He's one guy that I think is going to come in this season. If he doesn't start on the wing, he'll definitely be coming in 
uh, this year, that's for sure. Uh, the other options for that wing spot will obviously be both of the Fagai brothers, Max and Matt Fagai. Uh, so two guys to watch there as well. Uh, but Sione for now is definitely one I'm going to be keeping a close eye on. I imagine he'll probably start at fullback or on the wing for the trials. Uh, Dan Russell is another guy that I want you to watch, a back rower with a lot of upside. He's been killing it for PNG, and everyone was sort of wondering, how is this kid not in first grade? It was him and obviously um, you know, Kyle Laybutt as well. A lot of people are wondering how both of those guys weren't in first grade. Dan Russell, 28 years of age. He's obviously had a bit of a late start. Uh, but last year, I thought he was sensational. He came in, did a job, uh, and did it to a pretty high click as well. Uh, a lot of people are you know, underrating um, Dan Russell at the moment. I think that he's much better than what people think he is, uh, and I'm really keen to see him have a big year with the Dragons. I think that Shane would be high on him too. I think he starts this year. Um, you know, the signing of Raymond Fartala Marino will maybe switch things up a little bit, but I imagine Dan Russell will start. Um, on on that right-hand side. He's predominantly on the right, so he'll be on the right-hand side uh, back row. So on the same side as Sione for now if he gets that wing spot. So Dan Russell, Sione for now. I want you to watch the Couchman brothers as well this year, Ryan and Toby Couchman. I think Toby will start – or not start, sorry. I think Toby will be in the 17. Um, but Ryan could be you know in and around the 17 as well. I think Toby will definitely be in the 17 this year, and he's in my predicted 17 – for the Dragons, but Ryan's a really good footballer as well. Both back rowers, they can play a middle role if you really want them to, but they're much more suited to that back row role. So two brothers to really watch here, Ryan and Toby Couchman. You'll see a lot more of Toby during the regular season, but you'll see a bit of Ryan during the trial. So the Couchman brothers, Ryan and Toby, you definitely need to watch. And then the last guy that not, not many people have realized has gone over to the Dragons, uh, an absolute beast coming through as well. Viliami Fafida, front row forward, a lot of upside, someone that could work his way into the 17 just because the Dragons forward pack isn't the best when you compare it to some of those other top teams. You want to bring in a young, raw guy like Viliami Fafida. He'll definitely come in uh, at least halfway through the season at the latest. I think he could come in straight away though if they want to go for a hard-hitting, uh, very big impact uh, you know, a forward pack off the bench. Obviously, they've got Hame Sele uh, for me coming off the bench. I think Francis Molo and Blake Laurie will start. Hame Sele is coming off the bench for me. I think this guy could be a real shot at being in the 17-2 coming off the bench. It's just depending on how you have your side structured going into the year. Um, but Viliami Fafida, if he's not in the 17 to start the year, he'll definitely work his way into the side. An absolute weapon in the front row. A guy with lots of potential as well. So, uh, Viliami Fafida, definitely one to watch. And a guy that I didn't include, that only recently just signed as well, uh, Jesse Marshke, another guy to watch. Obviously, has been in the Bear system for quite a while. He's 26 years of age, got a lot of upside to him. He can play hooker. 5'8", halfback, fullback, wherever you need him in the spine, he can play all of those positions. And I've got him at 14 to play a bit of a roaming role to start the year, get him used to playing in the halves. Uh, and then obviously, if Ben Hunt does leave in 2025, I think he'll get the spot, Jesse Marshke. That's how highly I rate him. So uh, definitely one to watch. Jesse Marshke has been in the Bears system for so long. He's been ready for first grade for the past three years. No one's given him a shot. He was training with the Melbourne Storm, uh, but the Dragons did poach him, uh, obviously, because he wasn't contracted with Melbourne. He was contracted with the Roosters, I believe, still, but was training with Melbourne because the Bears, obviously, 
uh, are the feeder club to the Melbourne Storm now, as well as the Sydney Roosters. So he was training with the Melbourne Storm boys and doing a really good job over there. Very lucky that the Dragons got a hold of him. Uh, so Jesse Marshkey, Viliami Fafita, Ryan and Toby Couchman, Dan Russell and Sione Fennell are guys that you need to watch for the Dragons going into uh, the 2024 season. We'll move on to the Dolphins, and we've got six rookies here, six guys that I think will definitely be uh, fluent first graders over the next five years. The first one I've got here is Harrison Graham, uh, a dummy half with a ton of upside. If Jeremy Marshall King doesn't play an 80-minute role, which we're sort of 50-50 about, he can do it to a really high click. He's probably one of the better 80-minute hookers in the competition uh, just with his ability to play the full 80 without uh, you know showing a lot of fatigue. But Harrison Graham, if they'll, they'll probably bring him into that 14 jersey, um, depending on where Cody Nicarima is in the side. If Cody Nicarima starts at six, I could definitely see Harrison Graham wearing a number 14 jersey. Uh, Cody Nicarima does have the spot above him, but if, if there's any injury to either Cody Nicarima or if Jeremy Marshall King's uh, shoulder injury keeps playing up, Harrison Graham, you're going to see a bit of him in 2024. He is an absolute weapon. Great defense, awesome service. He's probably the better young dummy half coming through in the competition at the moment. So Harrison Graham, definitely one to watch. Uh, Valence Tewale obviously lost 10 kilos over the past few weeks, uh, training the house down uh, at the Dolphins. I'm really keen to see how he goes this season. Whether he gets a spot by the end of the year as well will be really interesting. He has been killing it in reserve grade for the past two years. It's only two years ago that he came over to the sport of rugby league from rugby union. Uh, he's very new to the sport. Um, I think that he has shown a lot of potential in sparks, particularly in reserve grade. Obviously, in first grade, he's been quite up and down when he's come in, but I truly believe with a lot of more first grade experience, he can do a really good job for this Dolphins side. And I think he has the frame to maybe even come off the bench and play in the edge back row or even in a roaming role in that number 13 as a ball playing 13. I wouldn't mind to see him in that sort of role uh, as well going into the 2024 season just to get him some first grade experience. So Valence Tawale, uh, he can play center and wing, but I think he could play a little bit of back row as well if you really needed him to. Definitely one to watch going into this year, Valence Tawale. Uh, the next guy that I want you to watch is Jack Bostock confirmed for the right wing. He'll be over there with, um, reportedly, um, Jake Avarillo. And then on the left-hand side, potentially, we'll get Herbie Farnworth um, and Jermaine Asako or vice versa. Uh, we get Jack Bostock on the left-hand side with Jake Avarillo and then Herbie and Jermaine Asako on the right-hand side, switching up the two centers from where they played uh, last season, which is very Wayne. Um, I think it could go either one of those ways. I think the second way is a little bit more likely and all the rumors that I'm hearing uh, point to that second way because obviously Jermaine Asako did play on the right wing and they want to keep him there. So Herbie moves over to that side. That's going to be so scary, Herbie and Jermaine Asako playing together. But I think it's equally as dangerous over on the left-hand side of the park with a guy like Jake Avarillo and Jack Bostock, a new fresh winger coming into the competition. Killed it in the under-19s Blues game. A lot of potential and upside in him. Uh, and Jake Averillo next to him as well is going to be giving him a fuck ton of service. So Jermaine Asako might have a few less tries because they'll be given over to the left-hand side of the park uh, to a guy like Jack Bostock, who I think will be one of the better young wingers coming through. Uh, so Jack Bostock, definitely one to watch. He is confirmed to start for the Dolphins. So you'll definitely be seeing him throughout the regular season. 
Uh, the next guy is Oren Keeley. He was a recruit from the Newcastle Knights. Really, really tough bugger over there um, from Newcastle. A great defensive back rower as well. Great ball playing skills. Really solid. Can play 13 or on an edge. I think he played a little bit of 13 in uh, New South Wales Cup for the Knights, but is more known as a edge back rower. I think he could work his way into the side if he really wants to. I think it's going to be hard, though, with the amount of you know veterans they've got on the bench. Uh, maybe you do see him halfway through the year slowly work his way into this side, uh, but he's not really – I wouldn't chuck him – in the front row. He's one guy that I'd either have coming off the bench to play lock or coming off the bench to play on in on an edge uh, for a Colony Lemuelu or a Kenny Bromwich or whoever you have starting. Felice Kafusi, uh, one of those guys, might not be playing the full 80. He'll go on to an edge. That's really where I see Oren Keeley. I wouldn't put him in the front row because he's just not that sort of player. Great ball playing skills. He can be uh, one of those ball playing lock forwards or you can chuck him on an edge and he'll do a really good job for you. But uh, he'll be definitely one to watch as someone that might be coming in throughout the year. Really highly touted by a lot of Dolphins fans and a lot of fans of the game as well and scouts. Uh, Really highly touted. Uh, Kurt Donahue is another guy that I'll be watching. Uh, I don't know if he's in the top 30 squad this year, but he can cover a fuckload of positions for you. Played in the halves for Fiji and killed it. Almost convinced me that he's a 5'8". Uh, more predominantly known as a hooker, but can play lock forward or edge back row as well. Can cover a ton of positions if there's injury. A really handy guy to have in your 14 jersey too. And it puts a bit of pressure on guys like uh, you know, your Harrison Grahams or your Cody Nicaremas going into this year because he can cover a lot of positions. I was really impressed with him last year and that Fiji game almost has me thinking that he's going to come in and go to that next level in 2024. So Kurt Donahue, definitely watch out for him in the trials. He might even get a half spot in the trials as well. So uh, definitely watch Kurt Donahue. Remember that name because I think you'll be seeing a lot of him in 2024. And then the last guy I want you to watch, he played one game. Uh, They chucked him in the centers, but he's predominantly a fullback. Trey Fuller, an absolute weapon. He's got one of the best steps on him that I've ever seen out of a rookie over the past two to three years. Um, Really great ball skills. Has a really good offload on him as well. A fend and then a flick. He's really mastered that. Predominantly runs on the right-hand side of the park at fullback. He loves his right-hand side. Uh, hence why they chucked him at right center for his debut, but loves roaming down that right-hand side of the park. You've got guys like the Hammer, uh, Jermaine Asako, that can play fullback in this team if the Hammer gets injured as well. Uh, a few guys that can hop into that fullback role, Herbie Farnworth being one of those as well. But if they want to chuck Trey Fuller in there, if Hammer does get injured or when he's playing Origin, uh, he will absolutely kill it. He's one that I really am excited for. He'll kill it in New South Wales Cup like he's been doing for the past few years, but... Fuck, he's definitely one to watch. Uh, you know, if someone gets injured in the back line, he'll definitely be in talks for playing uh, that following game. He is an absolute weapon. So, Trey Fuller, Kurt Donahue, Oren Keeley, Jack Bostock, Valence Tewale, and Harrison Graham, players to watch for the Dolphins going into 2024. Rookies to watch going into this coming season. And then the last team we're going to be doing in the second last part, um, of this rookie watch series is the Cowboys. We've got five rookies here for you. Uh, the first one we've got is Helam Lukey. Uh, you know, very 50-50 on Helam Lukey, whether he'll be in the 17 or not. Uh, there's a lot of talk that he'll be going to the Dragons as of 2025 or maybe an early release in 2024. Uh, obviously, they've got a flux of back rowers at the moment with uh, guys like Jeremiah Nanai, 
They've also got Kula Kefu Finafuyaki. They've got another young guy in reserve grade as well. That name, that name, uh, the name escapes me. Luciano De Lua they've got as well. Uh, and then Hila Maluki. They've got about five or six back rowers that are ready for first grade in their side. So it puts a lot of pressure uh, on Hila Maluki to make the 17. I don't know if he is in my 17 to start the year. Quite injury prone last year. Had one or two injuries that sort of sat him out for a while during that year. He can play a bench middle role, but uh, when you've got guys like Kula Kefu Finefuyaki who are just telling, tearing the roof off uh, with their form at the moment, that is really pushing for a starting spot, especially towards the back end of the year, was pushing for a starting spot. I think got one as well in one or two games. Uh, you got Luciano Leilua uh, with great offload and ball skills, as well as a short kicking game that is probably one of the better ones from a back rower that I've seen, uh, other than Kenny Bromwich. Um, and, you know, just really solid footballer, Luciano Leilua. You got Jeremiah Nanai, who's an origin back rower. Uh, you just got so many back rowers in this side. It's going to be hard for Helam Luki to get a spot there. Uh, and it's going to be hard for him to make the 17 to start the year, especially when you have to add the middle forwards on as well. Like your Griffin names, your Jermaine Tamar Browns, who I'm hearing might have an injury going into the start of the year. So maybe Helam Luki comes in in that regard. But I think it's going to be so hard for him to get into this 17. He's definitely going to be one to watch, though, going into this year. Still quite young and still a lot more to give uh, to this Cowboys side if he does make the team. Otherwise, I can see him potentially halfway through the year or going into next year, heading off to the Dragons. Uh, the next guy is Jake Clifford. I wouldn't consider him a rookie, but he's definitely someone to watch. Obviously could be the successor to Chad Townsend with Tom Dearden moving to halfback and Cliff coming into the 5'8 role. Depending on what happens this year with Origin, if Tom Dearden does make the 18-man squad, uh, you might see Jake Clifford get a crack in that 5'8 jersey. I think that you know going to the Super League is going to ha- have done a lot for him. Hopefully, he comes back with a new uh, sort of playing style. He, hopefully, he's learned a lot from going over to the Super League. Generally, when you watch these guys that have gone over there, they come back all the better for it, like your Jackson Hastings, your Jack Coggers. A lot of guys, uh, a lot of halves recently who have gone to the Super League have come back and been much better for it. I think that Jake Clifford could be one of those guys. So I think he is one to watch for sure going into this year. Uh, has been under pressure quite a bit from a lot, of, you know, playing at the Cowboys uh, and being brought in at the wrong time and then going to Newcastle uh, and, you know, being touted as the next man after Mitchell Pierce, which he just wasn't it. I think he's better as a second string um, half at the moment, but I wanted to prove me wrong this year. So I definitely want to watch Jake Clifford. Zach Laybutt is my favorite for the center spot given up by uh, Peter Huku, who obviously goes to the Super League. That one came out of nowhere too, by the way. Peter Hiku going to the Super League absolutely came out of nowhere, but it gives a great opportunity to a Zach Laybutt, who is the next big thing in the centers in rugby league coming through. Definitely Zach Laybutt, uh, the next big thing. He's definitely someone that I'll be watching, uh, obviously, I would have him over Viliami Vailia, who we'll talk about in a second, um, for that center spot. He is so good, so tough in defense and in attack as well. His ball-playing skills are great, and he runs some really great lines at center too. Uh, predominantly a left-hand side center, but he'll be playing on the right because Val Holmes obviously takes that left spot. Uh, so really interested to see how he goes, Zach Laybutt, at center. But he can also play a bit of fullback as well if there's an injury to Scott Drinkwater throughout the year. So Zach Laybutt, Definitely one to watch. And Viliami Vailila uh, is obviously the guy competing for that spot as well. 
Uh, I'm pretty 50-50 on him. He's come in and, and had some decent performances here and there, but nothing that's really stood out to me um, a lot. But very highly touted by some of the Cowboys staff. They're saying he's training really well. He's been as fit as he's ever been, apparently, and he's coming to this season really strong with a really uh, you know, set-in-stone goal of making first grade. So uh, I'd love to see how he goes and how he comes into this season, but there's definitely a bit of a competition there between Leibutt and Valia for that center spot left by Peter Hiku. So two guys definitely to watch. I imagine they'll both play in the trials. Uh, Valia can also play on the wing too, but uh, a very big frame on him. I could almost see him playing in the back row, but... Uh, as if the Cowboys need any more back rowers in their side. Uh, and then the last guy I want you to watch, as we talked about before, is Kula Kefu Finefuiaki. Probably one of the harder names to say fast in rugby league, but he definitely plays uh, well enough for you to remember his name. Kula Kefu Finefuiaki can play back row or lock. Massive frame, really good footwork, runs some of the better lines that I've seen from a rookie. Definitely someone ready for first grade. I could see him taking a starting spot too if he plays his heart out, which he had towards the back end of the season and did get a starting spot, as we said, for about two or three games here and there. But Kulakefu Finafuyaki, I imagine he's locked in a spot in the 17 to start the year. Really solid player with a lot of upside that you need to watch. Kulakefu Finafuyaki, Viliami Valia, Zach Leibart, Jake Clifford and Halem Lukey, guys to watch for the North Queensland Cowboys. As I said at the start of the video, if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, in two days' time, you will get uh, the final part of the Rookie Watch series. Tomorrow, obviously, comes the second last part of uh, the Best 17 series. So make sure you stay tuned for that. I think it might be the last episode two of the Best 17 series. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, make sure to go back and watch anything that you haven't watched in terms of the Rookie Series or the Best 17 series. Subscribe to the YouTube. Follow the Instagram and the TikTok. Subscribe to the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Well,